All right, so this is going to be our, our 10th movie that we've done here on JB's Drive-In. I think it's kind of appropriate that we have probably one of the, if not the most notorious, uh, Famous, famous. Just I mean, this is definitely top five movie of all time, or considered to be a top five movie of all time. But it's not as good as Black Panther. We got to <laughs> right. clarify that. I actually read an article today, and I was laughing about it, about the fact that there was an article that says, the Oscars don't deserve Black Panther. Oh, Jesus Christ. I will, since you brought Black Panther up, I was going to let it go because I don't think I actually apologized for this during our last broadcast, but I may have. I can't remember at this point because it's been a little while. Mm -hmm. Uh, Apparently, I confused adamantium and vibranium because I had said, remember how I said, you know, when Wolverine goes through a metal detector, he sets off the metal detector? Yes. And it was pissing me off. Uh-huh. Well, apparently that's because he has the fake metal adamantium versus vibranium, which I guess technically isn't a metal. It's actually an ore. It's an ore? Yeah. It's a, you know, so. Who told, who got on you for Tim, that? Tim. Well, he didn't get on me. He, he, he corrected he you. Corrected he corrected me. Well, he, Tim is not being mean when he did it. Right. He, was he was just, just like, saying, that's hey, why. this is why, man. That's why, and I was yeah. just like, oh, okay. Yeah, I'm an idiot. So I did want to clarify it. That's fine. Um, we, you know, I, since then, since our last talk, well, he's had his 40th. Oh, yeah. Uh, went to his birthday party. What's that? He went to his birthday party. Yeah, 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 up, up in Baltimore. And then, uh, my brother's best friend had his 40th. And then my brother's 40th is less than a month from now. Good God. Yeah, his is March 8th, so... It's uh, one after another after another. Lindsay turns 40 next month, too. Yeah. Like a week after your brother. Yeah, it's kind of crazy, though, ain't it? <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, yeah. It's so he's uh, Phil. Let's just put it that way. What, and Let's what was our last way. movie we did? I'm going to get you, sucker. I'm going to get you, sucker. Right. So that was just a, uh, a love fest. I'm surprised. The amount of listens we got for that movie. Uh, it's a great movie. It really is. And and I will surprised. say that the one thing that I found that most people, the, the only thing that I've gotten for real feedback mm-hmm. about the shows has been, uh, it seems that people like it more when we're at odds over a movie yeah. than when we're in agreement over a movie. That's, and unfortunately, that doesn't happen too often. Yeah. And that's why one of the debates that could be here in this movie Greedo shot first. Yes, isn't going to be there because both you and I are of the mindset that Han Solo is an anti-hero, which means he shot first. Yeah, he has to. He so, has to. I, we we'll wait until we get yeah. to that scene. I'm not going to go on the 20 minute diatribe I expected, but it, you know, it is. You know, it is what it is. Yeah, but but I agree, man. The, the one thing I forgot to do and I meant to do before uh-huh. I came was actually lube up. Yes, but um, I was going to write out the actual script of okay. what Greedo says and what Han says to show why Greedo shooting makes no sense whatsoever, mm-hmm. but I forgot to write it out, so oh well, well whatever. We'll, we'll bullshit it when we get there, like you bullshit everything. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be 
Well, let me let me say this. Okay, first off, we are doing Star Wars: New Hope today. Yes, we haven't. Even, I think we kind of alluded to that. Episode four. Episode four. Uh, but before we get to that, I do want to thank everybody who's been listening to us. Um, really appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. Check us out. Uh, really appreciate. Tell it. your friends uh, if you enjoy the show. Tell your friends if you don't enjoy the show. Then tell us what you think we're doing wrong. And uh, we'll either tell you to go fuck yourself, or we'll try to probably make that. Changes. We'll just probably say that. Yeah, most likely. <laughs> Let's be honest. We're not making money. You guys of... don't need to cuss so much. <laughs> yeah, we don't fucking cuss a lot. I don't know what to talk about. I don't about. know what the fuck you're talking about, yeah. man. <laughs> yeah. So, so we watched this movie because we're rec- we're actually recording this a week after we intended to because uh, Paul. Yeah, I was sick. Had um, a colony of bot flies living in the back. I guess, man. Yeah. I don't know what the hell it was. I I felt really bad, dude. Yeah. Like I couldn't even think straight. And there is no way. In it. The thing is, with having three kids, as you know. Yeah. I stayed the hell away from my kids, and I wasn't coming anywhere near yours. Yours are the little ones. It's 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 when you have one kid. It's like, okay, you know the kid will be sick for a week. Yeah. And you deal with that. But when you have, like, a, a tiny army. They pass it, it around. passes. So every time my, somebody gets sick, you're dealing with three, three weeks to a month of just shit. Shit. And throwing up. And just, no, it's not and fun. And just, you know. Sucks. Constant, and, you know, your kid Exhaustion. just. Yeah. Exhaustion. Especially with little ones like that. I went through it. I had three little ones at the same time. Same thing that you're going through, uh, you know, my one was two years older, and then I had a one, you know, basically I had a four-year-old, a two-year-old, and a one-year-old yeah, at the same have. time. What we have right now, yeah. essentially. So it's exactly the same scenario you had. It's, it is a lot, and I was a single parent most of that time. <laughs> I don't, dude, my so, hand's off to you there. I don't. It, you know, you it's know not you... that my ex didn't do anything, so I'm not throwing her under the bus, but... Yeah. I was, when I had him, I was pretty much on my own most of that time. <laughs> Not throwing her under the bus, huh? No, no, dude. I'm I'm saying that she, you know, she, we separated not too long after Sophia was born. Oh. So, you know, I, you know, I had the kids at least 50% of the time and she wasn't there. Yeah. So, you know, it is what it is. It is what it is. Anyway, let's do this movie. Let's do this movie. Sorry, I'm just looking at the board because little man. He little played with everything. Played with that. He, that son of a bitch. <laughs> Comes in here. <laughs> Comes in here, and I think he's, like, piloting a helicopter. <laughs> yeah. Well, what, are you, what do you expect him to do? I don't know. There's buttons and there's knobs. Oh, he loves buttons. There's all kinds of crazy shit. You got to play with him. So, yeah. So, so. As I was saying, we we uh, we were supposed to record this last week until you 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 got um, massive diarrhea this year. Yeah, and um, so a little bit maybe a little bit hazy. I gotta be honest with you. I gotta be honest with you. I watched the first episode, and you mean episode four? Episode four. When I say the first episode, I tried to. Well, it's important that to point out yeah. that when a new hope actually originally released. Mm-hmm. I don't know that anybody knew it was called A New Hope mm-hmm. until you actually saw the book, the book. That, that they've released about it. Uh, pretty much nobody knew that it was episode four because the, the movie studios were of the mind that 
you know, if you release this and you call it episode four, people are going to be really confused. They're not going to understand. They're not going to, they're going to want some kind of backstory on why this is the fourth one and what the hell happened with everything else. And so, you know, they were very hesitant to tag episode four on this. They were very hesitant to uh, even put a subtitle on it until late, you know, until the book released the, you know, after the fact, mm-hmm. even the first kids books didn't have a new hope on it. It was, it was, the, I think it was the second run of the books that came out that had a new hope on it. But, uh, you know, it was more of a thing that kind of happened later. Well, well, in the script stage, script, uh, Lucas actually wanted the movie with he opened the movie with episode four, New Hope. Yes, and yes. He said, he said he was thinking that the movie is designed like a Saturday morning serial that the viewer just comes in the middle of it. Right. Um, however, the studio didn't want him to have that. But he actually was originally writing a serial play. Yes. So it was supposed, you know, it was going to be more or less like parts, mm-hmm. pieces and pieces and pieces. But there, you know, I guess once he kept started writing it, he realized he had a whole movie. Yeah, at least according to him. There's several. We'll get into that, a little bit of that in terms of the. Re- I, I, you know, I found a couple of websites researching the movie, so um, about the development and all. But I gotta be honest with you. I, I watched the first movie, and it was it was the one they were about to review, better than I remembered. It yes, um, and it will it's cre- a simple. You know, adventure story. Yeah, so it, it, I, I can I can compare it. King Arthur, any any number of those adventure stories. Yeah, I, it reminds me, and you'll disagree with this, but I'm I'm just talking from a story standpoint because I always find these epic movies, these epic trilogies, and what have you. It's it's slow to start out because you're learning the characters. It's you don't know how to identify with them quite yet, unless it's Han Solo. I guess because he's just Harrison Ford as well. Uh, it reminded me a lot of the um, first Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Ring. In terms I wouldn't know. I've never actually never gotten s- out of the Shire. Never gotten, gotten out of the Shire. I guess because you're a hobbit. like to No, dude. I fall asleep the- before the okay. end of the Shire That's, every goddamn okay. time. I know. I know. It's not for everybody. But just the idea that it's more of an adventure movie. Oh, yeah. Whereas that, well, after I watched the first one, I was compelled to watch Empire Strikes Back. I was it is it is definitely something where now I didn't do it this time because I watched the movie and then I went right back and watched it again with the uh, commentary track. Yes. But um, generally, when I watch episode four, I am compelled to watch episode five. You are compelled uh, to you don't always have to watch episode six, but generally you make a weekend out of it. You that's, watch all three, but you know you almost have to because you in the back of your mind are like episode five is the best star wars movie you gotta watch it you can't get away from not watching it and and the truth of the matter is the arc of those characters through those three movies is so fucking good yeah um you know which is why when one two and three came out i became very frustrated (laughs) mainly to be perfectly honest the I enjoyed one, two, and three. Okay. But my biggest complaint walking out of episode one, mm-hmm. even though there was a, it was way too cartoonish, like too kiddish. But my biggest complaint was 
this is not Star Wars. Star Wars is the story of two droids. That is the story. It is the adventure of C-3PO and Mm R2-D2. It has always been that adventure. Mm -hmm. I, you know... That's Granted, right. everything that happens around them is more important, but they are the ones yeah. basically compelling the story to move forward. Yeah. And that comes, I, you know, I didn't know at the time. I knew as a kid that, that the story was about them. Mm-hmm. But I found out much, much later that's, that was a, something that Lucas did on purpose because of The Hidden Fortress, which, of course, is a, an adventure movie. It's a samurai story. Mm-hmm. And there are two idiots, essentially. They're two morons that kind of are the R2-D2, C-3PO characters that are not like the main characters, the host of but the they follow through their adventure. Mm-hmm. And that is basically how, you know, all the adventure that goes on around them mm-hmm. is is the, the real adventure, but they are the ones compelling the story to move forward. The same thing... Yeah. With them in, and that's my biggest complaint when I walked out of the theater. Um, but then again, I I love Star Wars so much that I was willing to look the You're other way. Willing to forgive it, right? You know, right? And I wasn't pissed off at a Star Wars movie until Episode Eight. That's the first time I got pissed off, and we're not going to even go into that. I, you're not the first person to say that. Of um, course not. Of course I've not. Why do you think Han Solo did so poorly? I've never... Uh, <laughs> now, in full disclosure, I have not seen the latest, any of the latest Star Wars movies. None of them. Let There's me like put it to you this way. There's four of them, right? There's four of them. There's the Rogue One. Well, the Rogue One is, is very good, actually. I haven't seen that one. There's Solo. Uh, there's... Solo is... is okay, but there's a lot of like weird little social social justice warrior shit in it oh, that's fuck. just not necessary. Um, I just I it's, can't deal with that anymore. It's not the biggest problem is the guy who plays Han Solo is not Harrison Ford. He's not even remotely close to Harrison Ford. Yeah. He doesn't play the character the same way as Harrison yeah. Ford. And then the stupid little things that they do to like where, you know, how Chewie gets his name and how Chewie and Han end up together and how Han gets his name, which is really fucking dumb. Um, there's just a lot of those little things. Can and then Lando Calrissian oh, Lando. and his whole character is really... It's... The problem wasn't even in the movie. Like, you watch the movie and the whole him being in love with the robot thing is even acceptable mm-hmm. because it's not like as overt and over-the-top as the interviews they were doing the weeks leading up to the movie made it out to be. Really? I know the interview said it was shitty. Oh, shit, dude. He came out and this... They came out and they talked about how him being in love with this robot was this whole other... You know, like... It it was like an LGBTQIQ plus thing. Alphabet. And and it's just like... Mm -hmm. When you watch the movie, it's like, okay... You could find that anybody could have love through companionship. Mm-hmm. You know, they kind of made it sound in the interviews like he was literally going to push a button, a hole was going to open, he was going to stick it in. I mean, that that's oh. how they made it sound in the goddamn interviews oh. for the movie. And then they really kind of fucked up that character. Lando Calrissian was the coolest guy in the universe. 
Yeah. Or the galaxy, I he should say. He was the Lionel Richie of the Star Wars universe. <laughs> well, yeah. Re- one way or the other, he was a badass. <laughs> okay? I loved Lando Calrissian. Yeah. And they made him into this, like, flowery, like, weird, passive commercial yeah. co- uh, 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 person. And the robot in in Han Solo, in Han... Uh, or solo uh, uh, Star Wars movie, whatever the fuck, whatever the fuck, uh, was overbearing and annoying, and yeah. it, it, there was just a lot of stupid little things like that. But I, it was it was an okay movie at best. Like okay. on a on a scale of one to ten, I might give it a four. Mm-hmm. Okay, it wasn't the worst thing ever. Episode eight was a pile I've, of garbage. I've heard that. I mean, Brian, my brother in law, Brian. Yeah. He said the same thing. He said he dealt with episode seven was okay. I thought episode seven was actually pretty good. Now, granted, we hadn't had a Star Wars movie in a long time, yeah, could have been. and it's almost a frame-for-frame frame reproduction of episode four. I heard that as well. Uh, but so what? Who cares? I mean, episode four is great. Now, if episode eight was a... Uh, you know, a re-envisioning of episode five, I would have been fine with that. Instead, we've got the most over-the-top SJW pile of garbage they ever put together. And yeah, Disney. then on top of that, it's like Disney. they did so many goddamn things that made no sense. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, the fact that you have a bombardier ship in space. What? Yeah. You basically had a bomb a bombardier tra- so basically this this ship that just was supposed to like drop bombs out of it to hit one of those star cruisers. Well there's no it, it wouldn't work right. Because of the you know? air and all that. There's no space. Yeah, and then the then way that they basically gravity and shit. Win in the end, yeah. kinda is ridiculous, and then the ca- the character assassination on Luke Skywalker is unacceptable. Yeah, there are certain iconic uh, figures, okay. and that's the one. That's the thing you can't get past. The character assassination of Luke Skywalker was disgusting. Yeah, I, I went on uh, Reddit. Yeah, I love going on Reddit. Yeah, because I think Reddit, you have Twitter, which is a pile of human excrement. Right. And I think Reddit is like the, the the septic tank after Twitter. You know, I think it's the, the <laughs> Reddit. Reddit is the guy who goes out back and plays with the shit with a with a goddamn stick. Describe That's essentially shit. what it is. Yeah, it's it is the. And if you piss him off enough, he'll pick it up with the stick and fling it at you. That's what Reddit is. It is, <laughs> and I and I feel right at home. Yeah. I don't ever post anything. Nope. But it's, but Just it's, read it. It's always it's, it's always so over the top and ridiculous. It's either it's either you're woke or you're broke. Yeah. Well, not all the parts of Reddit no, are like that. No. Some parts of Reddit are really really bad. But you're right. There are There's some tons of sections like that. And <laughs> and the sad thing is, is a lot of these. Media places that I Scott used to Schaefer go and read. Out there all the time. He's a big, he's a big red guy. Schaefer. Oh, is he? Scott Schaefer, yeah. Yeah. That prick. <laughs> <laughs> he's like a troll on Twitter now for me. I'm, I'm serious. He's on Twitter. Anyway, you were saying he's on Reddit. Scott Schaefer has a Reddit channel. Oh, okay. I'll have to check it out. Yeah. It's called the cesspool. Anyway, as you were saying about Reddit. 
Uh, I, you know what? I, we're not even here to talk about Reddit. <laughs> let's let's do the movie. What are we? A half an hour in? I don't yeah, think we really all, talked about it yet. Minute. We're being really twenty. No, I was getting, I was into the fact that I went on Reddit. To yeah. Star Wars. Because I want everybody's expert opinion. Of course. Because I've never seen the last... After the I watch these movies, I just want... I've never seen the last... The, 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 the latest trilogy. And I wanted to get people's opinions. Yeah. And specifically about the episode eight, when Skywalker yeah. dies. And I knew Skywalker dies because uh, I was told he dies. And I, that upset me. And I didn't upset me as much as if Indiana Jones would have died. Um, it's okay that he it died. It's just the way that the he died. assassination on his character previous to his death mm-hmm. was so horrendous. Yeah, the way he wrote him. And and to be honest with you, even the the biggest complaint about Episode Seven mm-hmm. was that the uh, Ray, who is basically the Luke character, I heard she's a horrible actress. <laughs> she's, she's vanilla. She's fine. I mean, let's be honest. You know, Mark Hamill and and uh, Carrie Fisher weren't the best actor and actress well, was either. On purpose. Um, they were very young when they did it, that so I purpose. don't have a problem with Ray being raw and raw. unknown. Okay, mm-hmm. I have a problem, you know, along with everybody else, that she was a Mary Sue. Mm-hmm. That she just she needed no training, she needed no nothing, she knew everything, she yeah. could do shit that she, she shouldn't have been able to do. Best Jedi ever. You know, she Wish wasn't the best Jedi ever, but she was essentially so far ahead with no training which, whatsoever. Which is bullshit considering how yes. strong Luke Skywalker is. With the and force. he didn't complete right. his he didn't complete his training until well technically until he defeated Vader, but um until the third until the episode 6. Right. And um Swampland Dagobah. Yeah, and but technically by then he had already kind of yeah I knew what the hell was going on you know yeah. um, he just went back to bury Yoda more or less man Yoda when I didn't Yoda's introduction was Yoda wonderful was a, he was a creepy you forget little, about it he's a creepy little bastard at first I thought I was laughing oh he's great little, little asshole yeah oh yeah <laughs> he's wonderful getting the food and all that stuff and. But you forget about it. You do. Because you, do. you think of Yoda and you think of, you know, the Jedi Master. You don't yeah. think of when he first comes onto the scene and he's literally just, like, hitting R2-D2 with his cane, cane, yelling, mine, mine. Oh, <laughs> it's fucking great. awesome. Great. And then you, I mean, you're watching that, and I remember and it, was, it was episode three when he uh, whipped Daku. What is his name? Um, what's his name's ass? Palpatine. Was it Palpatine? Oh, you mean Dooku? Dooku, yeah. Episode two. Whipped his ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Floating all over there. Oh, yeah, that was awesome. Best fight scenes ever. Yeah, like that. I remember walking out of the theater and coming home and talking to a friend of mine, and I was just like, that was. The the guy's like, I didn't really like the movie. I said, How the hell could you complain about that fight scene at the end? Don't talk to Henry that way. Flipping around and doing all kinds of jumps and shit. I'm like, That is cool as shit. It wasn't Henry. Who was it? It was a guy named Duke. You probably yeah, never you're met just him. Just making some guy up. No, he lived two houses oh, down really? from me. Yeah, Duke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I'll be a friend with a guy named Duke. Is Duke Appa? His father is actually a famous surfboarder. Really? Yeah, yeah. But I I lost contact contact with him, with him when I moved. Yeah, down the street, right? I moved to the next street over, but it it took a year and a half 
to get to that next street over. Like I moved out of my house uh-huh. in with my uh, in-laws mm-hmm. and then with my parents mm-hmm. before I moved into the other house. Oh, okay. So it was a whole to-do. A whole to-do. And by the time I moved into the other house, like, he had done cheated on his wife and left oh. and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah, I don't want to get sued. Gotta, everything that we say on this show and all other shows... Is opinion. Is opinion. Yes. And we're reviewing all the movies. Yes. We are Which we haven't even fucking talked about the movie yet. <laughs> That's fine. It's, it's episode... <laughs> this is our 10th episode... We're talking about Star Wars. And the thing is, there's a lot of talk about Star Wars. I mean, we're going to be doing the rest of the original trilogy this year. I, I think it would be behoove us to do that. Yeah, I don't see why we wouldn't. You know, um, we would be doing Empire. We might be doing Empire in May, um, given the schedule. Actually, no, no, no. No, no. no we, we're out through June. Yeah, but we have one movie that we're not sure about, Raising Arizona. I'm was, sure that you it's do great. That? Okay, we'll do that then. <laughs> or or Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm sure that movie's great, too. Great fucking movie. Um, but maybe June. Maybe June we could do Empire. So Whatever, dude. It's, it's not going anywhere. Yeah, it's not. So I'm like saying this episode is one you could probably listen back to back to back with the Empire Strikes episode. Um, because we could focus on a, a few different areas um, before, the, before the actual movie. And this movie, the research I did, was mainly focused on the the creator of the universe, someone okay. who we owe um, Star Wars to, George the Lucas, en- entire universe to, and who sold everybody down a river, which let's face it, everybody will do if they get flashed a bunch of money. Uh, yeah, if you're, you know, what was it? <laughs> Wasn't it like six billion dollars or some crazy amount. shit like that? He has his own Millennium Falcon now. No kidding. Yes, it was like six billion dollars. Yeah, that I he love, sold Star I, Wars to I Disney for, and good for him because I love people who say, "Oh, he sold everything out." Listen, he'd sell out too, dude. Everybody would sell, dude. Seriously, I don't care how much you think you're worth. Yeah. If you're worth a couple hundred million dollars, and somebody out. says, "I'll give you six billion dollars for your thing," a, you're gonna fucking sell, sell it. out. It's gonna happen. Yeah, you're not selling out. You're yeah. cashing in, baby. You're cashing in, baby. <laughs> so, so let's get to the actual uh, star, how uh, Star Wars came to be. So Lucas directed this movie. You might have heard about American Graffiti. It's about his hometown or something. Yeah, and that um, started Hamilt as well. And yeah, it started Hamilt as well. Um, he made fifty million dollars on a one million dollar budget with that movie. So he was determined to follow through with an idea about this space opera. Now, this was the seventies. Yep. Um, which was, I mean, space operas, the whole Buck Rogers and all that jazz. Did not do well. Did not do well. So it was kind of bold. But, but there was well, a, because of the time, like, the, the best special effects that you had was, like, claymation, for Christ's sake. Yeah. It was ridiculous. Yet puppets, animatronics were, like, in their earliest yeah. stages. Yeah. But go ahead. Anyway. Mike, what do you... Smiling about. I'm just smiling because this is a great episode. Oh, okay, go ahead. So far, sorry. Actually. All I mean, right, this is a fantastic episode so far. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, so we got Flash Gordon, Buck Rogers, who he adored growing up. They didn't really do too well. Um, and then he 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 wanted to make something different. Um, 
one uh, space opera where uh, like a 13 or a 14 year old could appreciate opposed to say the Flash Gordon and, and the Buck Rogers. Um, right. Which seemed like it was much more geared towards younger kids. Yes. No, or or younger kid. Yeah, yeah. You know, Flash Gordon. Come on. Yeah, yeah. He's quoted, I, I have a strong feeling about interesting kids in space exploration. I want them to want it. <laughs> I want them to get. I have. Okay, hold on. All right. He has strong feelings about interesting kids, and he wants them to want it. Am I supposed to get that straight? Yeah, that's what he's saying. Okay. I want them to get beyond the basic stupidities of the moment and think about colonizing Venus and Mars. He's a Trump supporter, and the only way it's going to happen is to have some dumb kid fantasize about it. To get his ray gun, jump in his ship, and run off with his Wookiee in outer space. It's our only hope in a way. All right. He was quoted as saying that. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I get some dumb, some dumb kid. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So him and his partner, uh, Gary Kurtz, came up with this 12-page treatment of Star Wars, and he shopped it around to various Hollywood studios. Um. And he pitched it with a striking series of 21 drawings he commissioned from famed illustrator Ralph McQuarrie, including scenes of Skywalker clashing with Vader, the rowdy most easily cantina, and the Millennium Falcon parked in Docking Bay 94. United Artists turned them down, so did Universal. However, 20th Century Fox, encouraged by the early buzz from American Graffiti, decided to give the duo some money to flesh out the script. We was going through this rough outline to a final script because he didn't have it complete at the time. It was just as most screenwriters go, here, I have something here. Yeah, yeah, treatment. Um, it would take years. And there's a lot of different. When I was looking, there's a lot of differences. Um, they had first, they had a, Skywalker was a grizzled old general. Mm-hmm. Solo was a frog-like alien. You mean Starkiller. Starkiller. Because it was originally called... He was originally Star Killer. Yeah, there's the. It's in, I think it's in the second page I reference. I don't know where. I don't give a shit. Um, he was a grizzled veteran. Um, Han Solo is a frog-like alien. All right. And there's a main character named Kane Star Killer, and the dark side of the force is called the Booger. I mean the Bogan. The Bogan. The Bogan. Okay. The Bogan. You know the Bogan and his quote about I have strong feeling about interesting kids in space operation. I want them to want it, want it. And the Bogan. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I want them to want it in the Bogan. <laughs> so but Lucas struggled with the space epic. The story was too dense, totally imbalanced, and elaborate scenes would prohibitively expense to shoot. His friend and mentor Francis Ford Coppola, who also is the uncle of Nicolas Cage, expressed misgivings about the early drafts. Even Lucas's partner described the second draft as gobbledygook. Nice. The freaking 70s, man. All the damn drugs they were doing. But each round, of course, again, you know, the story got approved in the second draft, published in 1975. Skywalker's a farm boy, not an old general, and Vader is the menacing man in black we're familiar with today. Third draft introduced Obi-Wan Kenobi and played up tension between Leia and Han Solo, acknowledging that he had trouble 
writing dialogue, Lucas brought up brought um, Willard Hayock, who is a uh, and uh, Gloria Kurtz Katz, I'm sorry, who um, were noted, you know, creative doing dialogue. For George, Star Wars was finally coming to focus on January 1st, 1976. He finished the, on New Year's Eve. He finished the fourth draft of the script, which eventually was used when production began in Tunisia on March 25th, 1976. And here's something: the the original script encompassed the entire trilogy, ended up being 200 pages long, and he knew that the the movie could not be that long, so he split the story and just made Episode Four the first act. Um, the attack on the Death Star was originally at the end of the initial script. Right. But he moved to the end of the film for climax reasons, which makes no sense because they blew up the Death Star in episode four. Right. They blew up the Death Star twice. Yes. Okay. Well, the second time it's already damaged and they're rebuilding it. They're rebuilding it. I thought they blew the whole damn thing up, didn't they? It definitely looks like at the end of episode four oh. that damn thing is blown to smithereens. But it doesn't blow up. But it's because it, I I would think that it's the same Death Star. I mean, I thought they rebuilt it. Oh, you're so you think I that think it was a whole, different one, a whole new one. I guess that's possible. I never really thought about it to be honest with you. I don't think that they ever specifically say. Because it's been a while since I've watched episode six, but I thought that they were rebuilding it. I thought I, I don't know. But I'm sure it's possible. We'll, get, we'll get somebody chiming in with this shit. Maybe. I don't know. It's been a while since I watched episode six, so yeah. it doesn't matter, um, to be honest with you. Let's see. So, released in 1977, the year of my birth. I was born in 77. Okay. Uh, Star Wars ushered in a whole new era of movie making with its special effects. Fantastical world building and engrossing blend of myth and fairy tale. Although the final budget was $11 million, the film grossed over $513 million worldwide during its original release, setting the stage up for decades and decades and fans and maniacal fans across the world who have a common love for our galaxy far, far away. It opened in just 32 theaters on May 25th, 77, but was expanded to 43 over the premiere holiday weekend. And that brings us to the actual movie and its iconic opening scroll. Oh, was it? Was it a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away? Yes. It's a long time ago, right? In a galaxy far, far away. So this is in the past. Yes. Isn't that something? Well... It would have to be in the past if we're viewing it from here. Yeah, but it, I understand that. <laughs> <laughs> but they got spit. Yeah, because at the beginning of episode 10, it says uh, instead of a galaxy, you know, a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, yesterday. it's like three weeks ago. In a galaxy far, far away. Three weeks ago. Because they finally caught up. They finally caught up to us. Yeah. But that's not until episode 10. They're going that direction with the series, though, with all the SJW shit, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Nonsense. Yeah, the original crawl, like, they they had a whole hard time with that. Like, they 
First off, they said that just the English version of the original crawl took like three hours. To yeah, make. it's been all day. And then they had to go back and do it, you know, in like 26 languages or some nonsense. Yeah, it was, it was really four languages to begin with that whole day. They shot four languages. Yeah. The original day. It was, uh, it was done by placing two-foot-wide die-cut yellow letters over a six-foot-long black paper and passing the camera over the page. Yep. And just think, we could do that right now within seconds. Of course. With that special whatever or whatever program we're using. You know, it would take Scott Schaefer 30 minutes, though. I don't know why you keep beating him up. Because he's he's, he's troll, nothing but somebody troll, who troll supports Twitter. us. The Twitter troll, that's why. He supports our troll. show. He enjoys what we're doing. Yeah. And he makes suggestions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Useful suggestions like, hey, why don't we do Soul Man? Yeah, that's a really useful suggestion. He did suggest us to do the next movie that we're doing. Uh, Pet Cemetery. Yeah, that was oh. a suggestion. I Should don't know. It wasn't why we were doing it, though. No, 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 but we're trying to make him feel good because he suggested it about four months ago. So, Oh, did he? Okay. He yeah, life. I mean, the decision was actually made because Pet Cemetery. they are releasing a new version new of Pet version, Cemetery. New version, yes. New version, of a remake of the Pet Cemetery. Yeah, it's like in a week or two. I have not seen the original one, so it should be... It should be a, uh, Yes, I think you'll enjoy my write-up. I haven't even looked at the write-up. Yeah, I think you'll enjoy it. Is it funny or is it just harsh? Do you shit on it? No, I don't shit on it. I Well, the write-up itself is just the, the movie, but yeah. there are a couple small comments in really? it. Really? Yeah. I, I, I couldn't avoid it. No, okay. But we'll move I'll on. enjoy it. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Um, we haven't even started the goddamn movie yet. <laughs> no, we just, we just we're on the crawl. We are on the crawl. So anyway, um, so we learn that there's rebels fighting against the Empire, and this takes place, this actually takes place right after um, the story of Rogue One. Am I correct in saying that? Yes, yes. Because the rebels went on board. Yes, Rogue One ends with them getting the plans to Tantive IV. Mm-hmm. Tantive IV is the plane, the ship that uh, Princess Leia is on mm-hmm. when, at the beginning of the movie. Okay, okay. Ah, okay. So, yeah, it ends right as so episode just, six starts. So you could watch the one and, and just go, go right into the other Transition one. right into episode four, right? Yes. So the first scene is you have this, these big-ass Star Destroyers chasing the ship. And as you said, you see C-3PO and R2-D2. And this was a big step for, as you'll find in the first 30 minutes of this movie, as you said, it's really following these two droids around. Yes. And this is a big big deal for um, Lucas because he didn't know if it, it would actually the audience would actually buy into it. The droids or... Or following the droids around until you got to, you know... Oh, yeah. Characters. Um, so the Star, the Star Destroyer sucks up that... What's the name of the ship? Tanta 4. Tanta 4. I don't know that, see? That's why I have you here because yep. you're the expert. Because I'm useless. Font useless. of useless knowledge. Font of useless knowledge. Um, stormtroopers come on board, uh, wipe out everybody, and we see Hello Darth Vader comes marching in. Yeah, I, and I got to be honest, like that is one of the coolest fucking scenes 
ever. When he just comes marching in the history. In. I mean, I could not. Now, I will. I don't know the first time I saw this movie. Do you know the first time you saw this movie? I don't remember. So I, I have a feeling that the first time I saw this movie was on TV, oh, like really? regular TV. Mm-hmm. I don't know that to be true. And I have no idea what the original reaction I had to it was. I can tell you, nostalgically, that when I watched that movie and Vader walks on for the first time, I could imagine being in a theater and seeing that and just being awestruck by the image of this man all in black who, obviously, there's something wrong with him. He's got that cool fucking breathing apparatus going on like everything about him is badass and scary mm-hmm. and i could just imagine uh you know being a kid you know at the time i would have been like four terrified probably terrified of of uh darth vader i do however know where i was when i saw the empire strikes back and where i was when i saw return of the jedi so but I don't know where I was when I saw Star Wars the first time. But I believe I, it was at I, home. I, as I said, I was born later the year this was. So I don't remember. I, I just, as you said, probably saw on television. Yeah, but yeah. I agree. The image of Darth Vader walking um, and just exiting was cool. And now, now Mika did say something before I forget it. Mika did say, as she was watching this movie, because she's never seen it, she said to me, Darth Vader sure just does walk around a lot and bark orders at everybody. That's all he does is just walk around and bark orders. And then he walks around and his cape flows behind him. Did you say that uh, you find her lack of... Uh, uh, oh, shit. The hell, what the hell is the line? What line? God damn it. Um, you're, I think it was lack of faith. Lack. I find... you. <laughs> I find your lack of faith disturbing. I find your lack of faith disturbing. Uh, when Vader says that yeah. too, what's his name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't remember the name. This had um this movie like the other main bad guy. Oh, main bad guy. Can't believe I forgot the fucking line. I I, I do. I can tell you one thing. I'm disappointed because you at are my age, a Star Wars expert. You were you supposed to be an you encyclopedia. You know me though. You know me as a kid. I could remember yes, any line from any movie that I ever seen. Yes. I just at this time in my life, like my my mind is just slowly going. It is slowly going. Dude, you're only 43. I don't know what it is, dude. Like I keep forgetting all kinds of shit. You know, it's. The only thing I can seem to keep in my mind nowadays is work. Hmm. And, of course, my kids. Yes. Outside of that, dude, like everything else, it's I'll watch a movie, and then two days later, I've forgotten, you know, dude, what it was about. I understand. It's just, it's just, I don't know if it's overload or what it is. I just, it's Well, just, they say that vigorous masturbation just... Kills brain cells, accelerates the the. That would be fine, but it wouldn't be me. I'm, uh, you know, I'm not too far away from being celibate. No. Oh. Well, there's an order of the monks you can join. Into I didn't say I was celibate. I'm not too <laughs> far from being celibate. 
You know, I go, you know, weeks at a time. Well, you do hang out at the ca- casino a lot, don't you? No. No, okay. No, not anymore. You're not, you're not playing around with this. No, dude, I mean, no, I'm not fucking around. The fact that I've forgotten one of the best lines from Star Wars yeah, is your really lack, disturbing. Your, la- your lack of faith is um, disturbing. disturbing. But I don't even know if it's lack of faith. I can't remember the word. Whatever. Well, so and you know what's going to happen? You're gonna fucking them. Timmy's going to, oh, the word is yeah. pleasure. I don't know. I mean, it, he's just we got some. He's just going to drill we, me we with it. We got some pricks for friend. You know that? I, I love he's your Timmy, but he's family. Too. You know, he, he yeah, right there to remind us when we screw up. up. Every right time there. I make a mistake, they won't do a podcast like they won't put themselves out there like this. Timmy would, you know, Timmy would relish. We did a show for years, mm-hmm. and he would relish every opportunity he had to just talk to I, tell I know, me. I'm well, first he wasn't allowed to talk, but you know, anytime I made a mistake, dude, he was all over me. So, mm. now you're getting old too. Dude, I'm scared to death every time I do a squat. I'm not exaggerating. Whenever I do a squat, like my left knee hurts. Yeah. My right knee's close. Behind. I'm scared. I'm like, I have to warm up a lot more than I used to. A lot more. Yeah, that's what happens and when I, you get old. And I am scared to death every time I do squats. That it's going to buckle. That I'm, my, my knees are going to shoot out like, you know, yeah, yeah. darts. I'm going to be down there crying like a bitch. And, like, Mika's going to be up here for the kids. So I'm going to be there. Like, I'm going to, like, crawl across the floor, up the stairs crying. Yell up, Adrian. You know, blood's <laughs> all, over, all, all over the floor. And Mika's just going to ignore you because yeah. that's not her name. Until I finally get up there and she's like, oh, what happened to you? I was like, my knees are, like, you know, underneath the um, functional trainer. <laughs> Call the ambulance. <laughs> I'll be crying. Right, let's get back to the movie. <laughs> yeah. So Darth Vader, uh, I I can't remember the dude's name now because my brain is completely wasted. Uh, but he is the same guy. If you've ever seen Clockwork Orange, he's the bodybuilder that is with the old guy. So like this, you have the scene where, um, I I don't know. Malcolm I, McDowell breaks in and he rapes the woman and he's singing in the rain and I you know and and they have the old guy well then he goes to prison and when he gets out he goes back and he's with the old guy well the the bodybuilder that lives with the old guy in the end of the movie is the guy who actually ended up playing Darth Vader he's oh, really? the guy who wore the the oh, outfit. Okay. See, I've never seen a Clockwork Orange. Oh, Jesus uh, Christ, dude. How did you never watch Clockwork Orange? Because I know that rape scene's in there, and I just, it, it disturbs me. Yeah. Like, I, I just, I, I know, like, I know that scene's in there. Um, I've seen it in, like, one of them, like, top 50 shows, wherever the most. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I saw it as, like, I'm not watching that fucking movie. It's a phenomenal movie. It's just, it's just like that one show that came out on Netflix. Um, What's it called? Like abduction in plain sight. Yes. And then, have you seen it? Yes, I did. And like the part, thirty minutes in, when the part gets into the husband saying how he gave the other guy a hand job, yeah. I, turn, I turned it right off. I can't take this shit. I don't give a shit it's that he gave him a hand job. What pissed me off was when he's like ready to sell his daughter down, you know, to this guy because he's embarrassed that he gave the guy a hand job. It's like. 
Get over yourself, man. Yeah, it's just disgusting. like the woman's like, oh, we off the woods. Like, I, I can't, I can't. Those were the worst parents ever. ever. I hate them. I hate them. I couldn't watch it. I could not watch. I them. watched it from start to finish, and I, I was so disgusted with these people. Mm-hmm. It was just, yeah. I, I couldn't even contain myself. I was like, it was so you ridiculous. To find them and beat the piss out of them. Yes, I wanted to. I, I hated them more than I hated the guy yeah. who was abusing the girl. Yeah. B. No. Wasn't that his name? B, or B, that's what they know. called him or something? B, yeah. Yeah. So uh, I'm just like, I was so goddamn disgusted by him. Because I'm a parent, you yeah, know? No, I, I mean, I'm not a pedophile. So, yeah. like, the fact that, you know, my first instinct is to, you know, take it on to myself and look at the situation through my own eyes, and it's like, I don't give a shit if I blew the guy. If he had a gun to my head and I blew him, I'm not going to sit there and turn around and allow him to start dating my daughter because Start, I'm like embarrassed a, yeah. by it. That's insanity. Dude, it's insanity. It's insanity. It's it's just nonsense. So anyway, let's get back to this shit. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> okay. <sighs> oh, that's my fault. So um, we are going everywhere, but. Through Star Wars, and this tonight. is like one of the best. Yeah, it's okay because we just, because we have nothing bad to say about it. Yeah, exactly. I agree. That's the problem. We have nothing. It's a it's a great. Everybody, if you haven't seen this movie, you have to. You have to see this movie. So this is the scene, and, and that's why we're not going to go too much in the detail into the weeds of dialogue and all that. No, 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 no. no, no. But this is the scene where R two D two is with Leia, and yes. Leia is is recording something, but the viewer doesn't. Obi Wan Kenobi. Obi Wan Kenobi helped me, and Dartha just going throughout the entire. Yeah, the best thing. part about that was uh, Carrie Fisher on the uh, the commentary track on the one that I actually have. It's the the I think it's one of the later Blu-rays. The Blu-rays, yeah. Uh, so, uh, she does a commentary with her and Lucas and uh, like two other people. Yes. I can't remember. So anyway, so she went on there and she was talking about how this scene. They did this scene early. They filmed it early, but he wanted to. Um, he needed to reshoot the scene multiple yes. times so that he would have it from different angles, so that they could show it in the hologram scene later on. So when they originally filmed it, she was not wearing her hood up. She had her hair. Da- she had her hood down, and you saw her hair. Well, the problem was was that when you watched it on when it's filtered and they run it like the hologram, it looked like she was bald. Like it, it didn't look right at all. Uh-huh. So they changed it so that she had her hood up. Well, the problem with that was is they they had already filmed a bunch of it the one way. They had to go back and film it again. She spent like three days saying the one speech mm-hmm. over and over and over and mm-hmm. over again. She earned her she earned so, her payday. Yeah, dude. Like she I, I mean, I remember years and years later. I mean, obviously, this would have been before the commentary, but years and years later, after she had done the first three Star Wars movies, and uh, she did a stand-up special on HBO, and she talked about... And one of the best jokes she did, of course, was, you know, when she gets up in the morning and looks in the mirror, she has to pay uh, George Lucas 50 bucks for her <laughs> likeness. <laughs> That's pretty funny. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, she talked about her, you know, she talked about her drug habits and her drinking oh, and all that shit. But she, yeah. you know, she, I suggest anybody who, of course, loves Star Wars, as I do, 
do whatever you can to find the HBO stand-up that Carrie Fisher did. Um, it was kind of like a one-woman show, but you know, it was it had a lot of humor in it. Just like um, uh, what the hell is that dude's name um, that does the one-man shows now? Well, Iron Mike Tyson did one. You know, yeah. he he did a one-man show where it, you know it was very funny. It was actually very good. I don't know if you saw it or not, but it was pretty good. Um, you know, and and Colin uh, Quinn, mm-hmm. he's been doing a bunch of one-man shows. Uh, which are comedy driven, mm-hmm. so you know it, it, it's in that ilk. It was very good, and she talks a lot about Star Wars, and but she also, of course, talks about her drinking and her drugging. She was big into that. So, yeah, well, yeah, Sammy's, I mean, cocaine, all that. She shit. was already from a a family of mm-hmm. movie stars. She never wanted to be a movie star. Mm-hmm. You know, she she said that multiple occasions. She never wanted to be a movie star. And she kind of got pulled into this. Who was who was her family? Why don't you explain it to people? Uh, her mother is uh, Debbie. Um, what, what's her name? Dude. I don't know. Debbie Reynolds. Reynolds. And uh, Reynolds. I can't remember who the hell her father is now. Mm-hmm. Her mother was Debbie Reynolds, but uh, who of course is a famous actress. She, I think, she most recently did. Uh, wasn't she on Raymond? Everybody loves Raymond. Didn't, didn't she play show. the mother on that I show? I think. And for the life of me, I cannot remember who her father is right off the top of my head. Um, so you're just doing this because you are literally setting me up for Timmy to be bombarding me with useless knowledge. So, you so know, the name of go Vader, screw yourself, the, you motherfucker. So you don't think I know what's going on? I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. So. So this is a part where uh, so so they eventually capture Leia, saying she's a traitor. Vader says she's a traitor, but C three PO and R two D two take off an escape pod, and you see them saying um, in the control headquarters, escape pod was just launched, but there's no uh, yeah jettisoned, jettisoned, but there's no life forms. Right. It must have been some kind of a malfunction. Correct. Now the name Darth Vader has simple origins. Darth is a variation of the word dark, and Vader is a variation of the word father. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. James Earl Jones was picked to do uh, voice Vader due to his deep, mellifluous voice and was paid a total of $7,500 for his two hours of vocal work. Hmm. $7,500. So the next scene you see that... Yeah, I'm sure he got paid a lot more on the subsequent movies. You think so? I think... You think? I think so. You think? Yes. Um... So the, the droids, next thing you see is the droids down on um, Tatooine. Yes. Uh, they're walking in the desert, and C-3PO is bitching yeah. at R2-D2. And R2-D2 is basically like, I got a mission, bitch. And yeah, C-3PO is like, go fuck yourself. I'm going this way. Yeah. You can go wherever you want. Right. And then the sand midgets end up picking both Jawas. The Jawas. The Jawas right. end up there. They have this really interesting-looking vehicle that just roams the sand, sand desert. crawler. That's just looking for random droids. Yeah, dude, it's it's it doesn't make sense to me, but whatever. I don't know why it's looking very random. I think it just goes from point A to point B, and, and they happen to come across the droids um, because they're basically junk dealers. Yeah, they're junk is dealers. what they are. Yeah. Um, I've always wanted to know what the hell a Jawa looks like without the hood on. Of course, I guess uh, most Star Wars looks fans like, want. Looks like Red too. Fox. 
Fox with glowing yellow eyes yes. makes sense to me. But anyway, yeah, when I was, uh, you know, I could go through a whole story about the sand crawler, but I guess it's not worth it. What do you mean? It's just a story from my childhood. That's all. It's not. Oh, no, 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 no. We're going to go through this. Oh, uh, when I was a kid, uh, I guess I was probably, I'm going to say like four is in that time frame. Um, I wanted a sand crawler like really fucking bad. Mm-hmm. Um, they were they had more or less they had like this weird remote controlled version of a sand crawler. It was bigger yeah. and it you know it it opened up. Oh, you yeah. could play with the action figures and everything yeah. else, but you you could actually use the remote control to move the sand crawler. It was in one of them big... Uh, I remember the Star Wars tours. They were in the black boxes with, like, the white outlines and then the actual the pictures of the... Yeah, it depended, on, it depended on the actual figure because, like, the original uh, box for, like, the X-Wing, I believe, was a white box. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it doesn't matter. Uh, so, anyway, I really wanted it, and I asked for it for Christmas, and my, my grandfather went and bought it. Well, you know, my grandparents were very poor. You know, they uh, they didn't have that kind of money. But uh, my grandfather would go out and do anything for me. My grandfather loved me to death. So he went out and spent the money and bought it. And my parents kind of, I don't know exactly what happened because once again, I was four. Uh, I know something happened between my grandparents and my parents and conveniently enough, when I went to go use the control to make the sand crawler move, it didn't work. Which, at this point in my life, I pretty much know that my parents probably just took the fucking batteries out of it and then took, the, took it back because it was too expensive. Mm-hmm. So it was one of those weird things where, you know... I really wanted it. My grandfather went out of his way to buy it. It was one of those things that always stuck with me. I don't know why. Like I said, it, it didn't even. It's not even a, that good of a story. It's just it's depressing, if you ask me. It's not depressing. It's it's a, my grandfather showing love to his favorite grandchild. Well, the idea that he didn't get to see you play with it is depressing. Yeah, a little bit. Um, but at the same time, I get it. It's like, like it, I mean, you you got to understand, like, this thing was probably like 60 bucks. Which back in the day. In 1982, 60 bucks for somebody who, you know, was a janitor and had yeah. no money. Yeah, that's uh, a lot. That's, that's a, a that's, lot, dude. I mean, that's probably uh, like an a awful week's lot. paycheck or something. It could have been. It could have yeah. been. I mean, and it, you know, that's and my a- mother and father were just like, you can't afford this yeah. and you you know they were really upset about it yeah. um so it's just it's something that's always stuck with me it's just another reason i love star wars because yeah. i associate it i have that story that associates with my grandfather who i love to death so that's anyway cool. it's just weird it's just weird odd stories like that that mm-hmm. are probably going to continue to pop up if we don't just go through this fucking movie we're fine <laughs> we're fine <laughs> we're we're perfectly fine um, right. Before we go on, though, of course, we have, you know, you we know the original release in 77, but then there was the re-releases in, what, 90, 
Was it 92, 93, 95, and 97 or something like that? I want to say they're later than that, dude. Because I was in college. Was it that? Was it later than that? So it might have been 95, 97, and 99. Yeah, around there, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I know it was around that time frame. So, of course, the big deal with the re-releases was was when he decided that he was going to tinker with it, which is fine. I mean, it's his shit. He's welcome to tinker with it. Whenever you tinker with something you're not supposed to tinker with, bad things happen. Well, I'll be honest with though. The reason that, you know, we have the, we're going to have the conversation a little bit later about, you know, Greedo and Han. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, is we're going to have that conversation. You know what we're not going to talk about? The beginning of most easily seen. Anything right? else, dude. Everything else he did, other than that, and the scene with Jabba. Yo, the, the added scene? Yes, the added scene with Jabba. He doesn't which, look like Jabba. Well, the problem I... Let's, let's wait for that. Let's wait for that. Let's okay, go. yeah, we're not we're there yet. But soon. essentially, everything else was fine. They added in the wipes... The you know, yeah. a lot of people kind of complained about that. The star the 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 flash changes on the screen or the wipes across the screen. I don't think that hurt the movie. No, I thought it actually helped the I movie in some better. places. I liked it better. Um, you know, adding the additional uh background just made it look like a bigger thing. Like if you watch the original movie and you look at <laughs> going into Mos Osley, it's kinda like, uh, you know, vacant. You yeah, know, it's yeah. a back lot is what it looks yeah, like. Yeah, it looks like Scott Schaefer's birthday celebration. Uh, Jesus Christ. Anyway, so when you go back and you watch, you know, and, and he was able to redo those scenes and make Mos Eisley into a huge city and make everything. And, and then the, the battle scene at the end is very, very, very improved. I mean, yes. if you remember the original battle scene, there's like 18 ships. Yeah. Okay, there's 18 ships trying to take down the Death Star. Mm-hmm. Like, you go back and you watch the, the re-release, and now you have a whole armada of ships. You yeah. know, it's, it looks like it might be 100 ships trying to take it yeah, down. Yeah, before it was so, a Caribbean Cup, and now you're dealing with an actual war. Right. So, I mean, it's, it's really... And it's not because it was poorly done originally... And and just the small enhancements, like, you know, back then they had to use a model of the ship going by. I don't by. know what you're talking about, small enhancements, but go ahead. Well, I'm getting there. Give okay. me a second. Okay. In the old days, you had the the models or, you know, that they used to fly towards the Death Star, okay? Mm-hmm. They they had to be filmed far away, and, and you know, it, it wasn't apparent. Because there was no CGI. Right, there was no CGI. Yeah. So when they went back and they were able to go in and enhance it so that you could see the person inside the ship mm-hmm. moving around yeah. and, and talking and everything else from an out, outside view, all that shit made it look so much nicer. It and did. they enhanced it again when they released it for Blu-ray because a lot of the little, the little details uh-huh. in the enhancement were like, they would, okay, for example, in uh, episode five, when they're in the, spe- the, uh, the snow speeders, mm-hmm. um, you, if you watched it in the enhanced version, the re-release version, you could actually see where there was, where they kind of fucked up and you could see through things. Okay, like you could see his hand through 
the wall through the the the, the solid part of the hood of the speeder. Okay. Right. So it was kind of screwed up because they couldn't. The technology wasn't as good. When they did the Blu-ray release, they went back and they cleaned all that shit up again. So it, they even enhanced the enhancement. So it overall, like, I don't really have many complaints about the, the, enhancements. the enhancements or the re-releases. The few that I do have we'll mostly come in episode four, which we're going to get to shortly. Yes. So, and, and that's really all we're going to talk about for the rest of this film. So nice. let's let's get through this because... I don't have any complaints. I have no nothing. Com- no and complaints. we're spending an ungodly amount of time jumping around and telling private, you know, personal stories. That's fine. Everybody, listen. People are natural voyeurs. All right? And we're talking about Star Wars. Everything's relating about Star Wars. Good show. So the... the, the Just because uh, we're natural voyeurs doesn't mean I want you to take your pants off, you fucking freak. You've never complained before. Um, so they get, end up getting sucked up by the, um, the Jawas. Yeah, the Sandcrawler, yeah. Um... And that's when they run into each other, each other again. Yes, because they're 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 buddies. They're perfect strangers. They're Balky and uh, whatever his name was. <laughs> Nobody remembers his name. Yeah, the straight guy. Yeah, the straight guy. <laughs> <laughs> that's the sad part. <laughs> Nobody remembers the straight guy's yeah. name. Um, so they see R2's voice was created using a synthesizer loops matched with beeps, tweets, and boops patterned after infant coups performed by um, Lucas and Bert. Right. Um, so um, they originally had a voice. For, they actually had an original voice for R2-D2. He was supposed to be a smartass. Yeah, but it didn't really work. Did, didn't jive. It didn't yeah. last long. Yeah, it didn't, didn't last long. So they just again they just use beeps. Um, let's see, uh, we can skip that part. Skip that part. See, so uh, then we see because they get sucked up by the Jawas, and then next thing we see the stormtroopers landing on the on the desert uh, uh, Tatooine, and then they find the sand midgets, but nothing really happens, right? They 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 search the. Don't, actually, they blow them up later. Yeah, they kill them. They kill them. Never mind. What am I? I don't know why I had this in there. I don't know. I screwed up. I screwed up. Um. So the the sand people go to um, Luke's little uh, his his uh, uncle's little farm. Yeah, because that that scene didn't even really happen. The troopers didn't. Yeah, you're right. I don't approach know. the Jawas until after, after the, the sale. Ignore what I just said. Yeah. So anyway, they get to they get to the farm, and you know, basically Owen, who is Luke's uncle, uh, chooses C3PO because he he's a translator droid. They're that buying. Can talk yeah, the Jawas bocce, are trying to sell, and he actually now. chooses R2D5. Which ends up like exploding. Yes. So he talks him into taking R two D two. Sand got in his guts. Um. So they decide that they're going to take those two, and the Jawa. You know, he pays the Jawa. The Jawas go away. So then, uh, Luke wants to go into town, and well, Owen sweet. basically says, "No, you have chores to do." Yes. Well, we're blah, introduced blah, blah. to Luke Skywalker. Right. Luke Skywalker who dies in the latest movie. Oh Jesus. The fuck's that got to do with episode four? I, I just thought I'd throw it out there. <laughs> <laughs> you 
You really don't want to do this tonight, do you? I'm having a good time. Actually, <laughs> I'm having a good time doing this. Okay. I'm, real, I'm really looking forward. I'm, I'm being dead. I'm, I'm dead serious. I'm okay, actually really ahead, looking dude. forward to this. <laughs> He's an icon. He dies. Yes. Come on. It's like it's like Optimus Prime dying in the Transformers cartoon movie. Yeah, and, and when we do back. the Transformers cartoon movie, like it would completely make sense to talk about him dying. <laughs> If we ever, ever, ever do episode eight, which we never will, we could talk about Luke that. dying. You don't know that. I know that because I couldn't watch it again. I, I am, Really? I've watched it twice. I watched it in the theaters and was disgusted with it, and then I went back and watched it again to like confirm that I was right being <laughs> disgusted with it. I, I, said, <laughs> I said the same thing about Showgirls. <laughs> Every single time I watch that, I have to convince myself I am disgusted about seeing Jesus. Elizabeth Berkeley in this compromising position. She's Jesse and Saved by the Bell. This is disgusting. Let me rewind this one part. You know what? <laughs> I, I completely disagree with you. She lost all credibility when she started singing, I'm so excited, high on caffeine pills. So they could put her in what position she wanted in Showgirls. I wouldn't have cared. That. That movie is criminally underrated. Let me say that. I have not seen it in years, but I do now. I have to go back and watch it. You, you do. You do. You have to go go back and watch Showgirls. One of the first NC seventeen movies. Yeah, I actually got carded going to see that movie. I just turned seventeen. I was proud to show my license. Dude, I got carded to go see South Park. What? Yeah, and I was like twenty three or twenty four at the time. I don't even remember what year that movie came out. I like the fact that the 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 these huts they they like the old ass Etruscan huts. You know the you remember the Etruscans, right? No. You don't know who the Etruscans are. No, I they, just said that. They 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 were an ancient I don't say ancient civilization. They were an older civilization that predated Rome. Oh, okay. And they they lived in um not up in the mountains of Italy, but like Halfway between like the shores, the bottom of the boot, and the middle of it, and they lived in these, they lived in these huts, and they also buried um, like these half underground, half above ground huts, and they also buried the dead in these these mounds. Oh, okay, yeah, they talked a little bit about it in the uh, commentary oh, about did? how the not the Etruscans they they talked about how they had found this guy had actually seen pictures of these underground houses that were built inside, you know, like underground, but built into the walls of, of the caves and shit yeah. like that. So that was kind of what had influenced him to go in that direction. And Lucas didn't think it was going to work at all, but then once we actually saw it, he loved it. And I loved it. Yeah, and, it, was, it looked and, great. And I, I think what really differentiates the, the Star Wars universe... And I and I apologize on Twitter about this. Is that I put Star Wars above Star Trek now? Oh yeah, I I've always had, and it's it's not even close. Uh, because what difference this is everything okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. dude. Go what difference this from Star Trek is Star Wars is like gritty. It's like mechanical feeling. I, I don't know. It just has. It's this, dirty. It's dirty. I just. And I, I appreciate that. Whereas Star Wars, they're all, I mean, Star Trek, they're all dressed up in spandex, shooting phasers, 
talking on a big screen each other. Yeah, the only time you actually see any dirt in Star Trek is after the fucking Enterprise explodes. Yes. I mean, that's the first time you're going to see any dirt. Like, even when they go to the planet, it, the fucking planets are all just pristine. They're pristine. They're wearing black spandex and not a speckle of dirt on any of them. Yeah. They're all off, you know, playing with the holodeck all the time. They've got nothing else to do. Yeah, well, I mean, you're talking the series versus movies. There's, there's a massive difference. But even in the movies, they still did some holodeck shit. Yeah. So, I, I, I mean... Pretend it, to be somewhere else. I don't hate that concept. They do a little bit of that in the um, the uh, the new Seth MacFarlane show. Uh, I don't keep up with Seth MacFarlane. I think he's the Antichrist. Well, I'm starting to lean towards your opinion. But regardless, he has a Star Trek-esque show uh, called the, the Something. You know who's a big Seth MacFarlane fan? I speak about Greg Klein. Oh, is he? He is a huge Seth MacFarlane fan of uh, RedMaryland.com. Yeah. Greg Klein. I'm telling you, he is. He, are you being serious? I'm or being, are you dead being serious. No, like, no, 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 no. I only throw shade when I mention Scott Shaver's name. I'll tell you this. I truly loved Family Guy the first, like, five seasons. And I still kind of watch it. But now it's no longer. It, it, it's falling prey to that, that Saturday Night Live thing i'm telling see it really is like saturday night live used to be funny and they could be political but the the primary point was to be funny funny now it's all about politics and they kind of try to throw in a laugh here and there but it doesn't seem to work this last i just watched an episode of family guy where peter essentially has a sex change operation and becomes a woman and then, of course, at the end of the episode, magically was able to have another sex change operation and turn back into the man, which is not actually possible. Mm-hmm. It's not a possibility. You can't do that right. in real life. But granted, I know it's a cartoon, but if you're going to have a whole episode that's based on, you know, transsexuals and all this other stupid nonsense, then at least try to. He, you know, if you're going to make this whole big political statement and not do a funny show, then at least try to stay somewhat in reality. Yeah. Because it's no longer even, you're not making jokes anymore. I don't even think they did a single cutaway in the whole episode, and that's kind of their gig. I, so it's, I was really disgusted with that episode. I, um, but anyway, he's got this Star Trek show, and I, I, I can't remember the damn name of it. The Orville. Orville, that's it. I knew it started with an O, but I Orville Redenbacher. The Orville. And it's not... I'll be honest with you, I've now watched it for two seasons. It's a season and a half. I've enjoyed maybe two episodes of it. I have no idea why I continue to watch it. Mm, I just... Masochist. I guess, dude, like, I'm starting to finally get to a point where I am starting to cut these shows off. Yeah. Because I'm just at a point where I can't do it anymore. And it, it's everywhere, dude. It's everywhere. I, I just want to be entertained. I just want to watch your shit and like it. I want to go see Captain Marvel. But I can't because you made it into some kind of 
political statement I can't take it and anymore. social justice warrior nonsense. I can't do it, dude. Can't. That's why I love this turn, shit. Turn. I love these old movies. Yeah, because they don't care about that shit. It, well, they didn't then. No. They were all about, you know, entertaining you. Exactly. Tell not story. Let's not... Let's not teach them a lesson and tell them how they live their lives. Let's fucking entertain Shitty them. Are, yeah. Jesus Christ! I could tell you, I could we, I could literally spend two and a half hours talking about the Orville and the shit that happens on that show, and I guarantee you, you would be livid. My, I, I have, I enjoy Reddit. Anyway, so. They get the droids. Uh, Owen tells him to go clean them up, so he goes back and he cleans them up. Well, when he cleans them up, he pulls the restrictor bolt off. The restrictor bolt keeps them from going too far away from whatever the signal is. Mm-hmm. Well, they he pulled the restrictor bolt off R2-D2, and the only reason that that's important is because R2-D2 escapes in the morning. So then she then he goes back, and he's talk, he's eating dinner with his aunt and his uncle, and he's like, I... You know, I want to join the academy, and I want to. F- you know, did he? Didn't, I thought when he was tinkering with, didn't he see the the projection? Yes, he he saw the projection. You're That's right. That's important. Yeah, you, you're absolutely correct. I'm sorry. He when he pulled the restrictor bolt off, it showed part, just a small part of the message from Princess Leia, mm-hmm. saying, you know, Obi Wan Kenobi, you know, you you're my only hope. you're my only hope, and that's essentially all he got. That was it. So that's all he got. Then he goes to dinner and he's he's like, hey, that droid played a message saying, you know, I maybe I think that the Jawa stole it because it played a message saying Obi-Wan Kenobi. And they're insisting that they, you know, R2-D2 was owned by Obi-Wan Kenobi and yes. blah, blah, blah. He mentioned so, Ben or something like that at the dinner table. Yeah. And yeah. then um, Owen... Owen Blake said, no, fuck it. No, Go wipe the memory on that thing. Yeah. And, Destroy uh, it, as a matter of fact. Just yeah. Blow it up. Just, <laughs> we don't want to have it. And then he's like, well, I want to join the force, the air, the, the academy. And um, he's like, no, we really need you to stick around for one more season. One more season so of farming. Owen is farming all about keeping him there. Yeah. And Luke is all about starting his adventure and going out into space. And, yeah. you know, and that's important because, honestly... Star Wars, especially Episode Four, is pretty much, even though the the movie, the whole movie itself, is the adventure of the two droids. There are three main arcs that kind of happen of with each of the main story, the main characters. You have Luke, who is the farm boy who dreams of uh, adventure and excitement. You have the scoundrel, which is Han Solo who pretty much, you know, he owes money and he's all about money and he's all about himself and taking care of himself. And then you have Princess Leia, who is the, un, you know, the unending giver, who, who you know, is a strong, even Warren. though they, you know, even though there are parts of the movie that make her look weak, like, you know, the, her in the, in, in the prison, mm-hmm. you know, and and her like kind of the way she lays, and then I had no problem with the way she was laying. I'll tell you oh, that. she's she's gorgeous. But what I mean is, is she's not a as she, she doesn't look strong, but she acts strong. Yeah, she's strong willed. She is exceptionally strong. Whole in this movie, movie, me too. Bullshit. Yeah, so I mean, so we won't get into that. 
Well, I'm, I'm not trying to get into that. No, I'm no, just no, saying no, it's, saying. it's important to point it yes. out that you could have a beautiful woman yes. who people find attractive and, you know, everybody can like. At the same time, she can be a strong woman. Yeah. Who is able to stand up to a tyrant? Nobody's ever heard Those of Cleopatra before. Those things can happen before. at the same fucking time. Nobody's ever heard of Cleopatra before this movie, apparently. So before I, this decade. Anyway, so idiots. moving on, uh, Luke. Um, so he Luke gets pissed, but he says, "Okay, I'll stay on for one more season." Yeah, and he goes back to uh, the room to finish. Cleaning up the droids. Right. Uh, when he gets in there, the lights are out. C-3PO is hiding. Well, because R2-D2 took, took off and C-3PO is like, fuck me. Anyway. Uh, disassembled me and all that. I do want to point out two things. So they're, they're, they're shooting this part in Tunisia. Yes. Tunisia. And they were having lots of issues. Um, one of the sandstorms destroyed uh, the sand crawler set. Yep. And they had to rebuild it around working on the clock over 48 hours. And they also had issues with the cold and the rain. Um, because it was played with problem, they actually had to go back and shoot additional. They had to get more money and actually shot pickups in Death Valley. Uh, some of those shots include R2-D2 getting captured by the Jawas in the canyon and the various shots of the Tusken Raiders and Banthas, which they're about to meet. It's interesting that you talk about the the rain problem they had in Tunisia. One of the major things was, like you said, with the sand crawler set getting destroyed, uh, they went in to go fix it, and the trucks that they were using to move things got stuck in the mud. So the Tunisian government actually came in and brought in vehicles to help tow oh, the vehicles out of the mud, and all their shit got stuck in the mud. <laughs> so, like, all of this stuff is stuck in the That's mud. They great. couldn't get it out, and it was totally fucked. That's but, great. you know, it, they did have a, a lot of problems. Plus, on top of that, because of all the sandstorms and all the, the, the dirt and the sand, the actual R2-D2, because uh, they had a remote-controlled R2-D2, and then they had the Eddie Baker one. Mm-hmm. The, the one, Eddie Baker was a uh, midget that was inside the machine that made the, it a little bit... Can we use the proper term for midget? I don't know. what it, Which one do you want to use? Troll. All right, let's move forward. <laughs> hobbit. <laughs> there was a hobbit. A gnome. <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. Um... A vertically challenged individual named Eddie Baker. There we go. Was hiding inside the the trash can known as R two D two, and they only used him in there on the scenes where they wanted to make him look like he was moving more human. So like when he bounced back and forth, oh, or yeah. when he kind of looked like he was walking instead of rolling. rolling. Um, those were generally the scenes that had Eddie Baker inside. And Eddie Baker was the one that was voicing R2-D2 initially, but they, of course, didn't use that track either. High-pitched voice. So, um, but yeah, it caused all kinds of problems with the remote control one. It also made, had problems with uh, C-3PO, Christ, dude, they couldn't use anything. Initially, they weren't even going to use Anthony Daniels' voice. But they really liked the way he sound with that English accent. 
Um, so that's why they ended up using it. But they couldn't use any of the stuff that was recorded live uh, or picked up, you know, on the pickup mics because his suit, uh, the the suit that he wore, the the C three PO suit. Um, was so loud when he moved around in it, you, it was like constant, like metal and plastic and shit, so you couldn't hear anything. So pretty much all of the the talking and the scenes with C-3PO in them, pretty much everybody had to go back and do their voiceovers oh, wow. again. Ugh. Because it was, you couldn't use any of the pickup, any of the stuff on the pickup mic because of the amount of noise that was That's making. Rough. So essentially you had to go back and revoice everything. Ugh. Mm-mm-mm. Which, you know, is another, uh, you know, unfortunately, like I said earlier, with Carrie Fisher having to revoice that one scene mm-hmm. over and over and over and over again because of the way they filmed it. Mm-hmm. But um, next comes up one of my favorite scenes in the entire trilogy. Okay, go ahead. And that's the evening when Luke goes out and sees the two moons. Yeah, in the distance, on, the, on the horizon. On the horizon and the music in the background. Well, it's John Williams' mu- music. That's the first uh, real heavy scene where it really, the music really comes through in that scene, you know, particularly well. Even in, and even in that small scene right there, it felt epic. The movie, him looking out to those two moons. Yes. And in the distance, that, that idea of space... The, the depth of it all made it, it for foreshadow the epicness of what was about to happen. Oh yeah, I oh, thought yeah. it was one. And I guess it, the, it's it's an outstandingly good scene. Yeah, and the music in the background. Jonathan Williams' music in this movie is phenomenal. I mean, he had made some of the best tracks of all time. I mean, the Imperial March, which comes in Episode Five is probably one of the m- most well-known soundtracks of all time. Yeah. I, mean, I don't think anybody would argue that. You, you'd be staying in line of like a Safeway or a Giant, and you have some asshole whose phone goes off, and it's to the Imperial March. Yeah, that I was that asshole. Yes, of course you were. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, it, the Imperial March is probably more well-known than, you know, the music from Halloween. the first movie. Well, Halloween, yeah. I mean, it's it. Halloween's right up there too. Jaws is right up there. Oh, yeah. These are, those are, scores that are almost untouchable mm-hmm. uh, by any standards. I mean, nobody. You hear those sounds and you know what they are. Mm-hmm. You know, and and he he's phenomenal at that. He he's wonderful. John Williams was wonderful at that. There's you know the only other person that I felt really because of the score that they put together in high enhanced a movie that much was probably uh um I almost said Tim Burton. Uh the guy who does Tim Burton's music. Um he does Jesus Christ, I can't believe I forgot. We're gonna stop there with Paul continuing to lose his mind as he has all episode. Great stopping point with Luke about to go to the desert. And find Obi. What am I saying? The entire planet does it. About him to find Obi Wan. Um, really appreciate you. got a whole hour of Star Wars coming to you next week. We're releasing this one early uh, because of what happened with I'm Gonna Get Your Sucker. Really appreciate the support. Make sure to check us out on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Facebook, Twitter, of course iTunes. Leave us a review. Tell your friends about us. Really appreciate it. 
Um, In the meantime, we will see you next week with a wrap-up of Star Wars A New Hope.